Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Police hunt for the man who rented the van linked to the subway shooting rampage. I'm Sean Adams at police headquarters. But why weren't the cameras working, or were they? Subway riders this morning are going to have to do the math whether they feel safe taking the train in this morning. Right after the mass shooting, Uber and Lyft used surge pricing. Also ahead on the Morning News Roundup today, the closing of a North Jersey zoo that's been around for generations. In our 88 seconds in sound, when the house that Ruth built started crumbling, and when a 21-year-old named Eldrick won his first Masters, but not his last. It's Wednesday. It's April 13th. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. I'm Mac Rosenberg. Craig Allen says we will see the sun mixing with some clouds today. High 65 to 70 and dropping into the 50s along the shore. On a morning when New Yorkers are thinking twice about getting on the subway, police still haven't found the man who set off a smoke grenade and then fired 33 shots into passengers on the N train, but they may be getting closer. Sean Adams continues our coverage this morning from One Police Plaza. Sean, good morning. Who is this person of interest police are looking for? Police want to talk with Frank R. James, 62, from Wisconsin. At this point, he is being called a person of interest, not a suspect. A trail of clues, though, leads to James. Uh, so at the scene of the subway shooting, uh, the uh, police recovered a 9mm Glock, ammo clips, smoke grenades, fireworks, gasoline, a hatchet, and a key to a U-Haul van. That van was recovered down the line of the end train about five miles away in Gravesend. Police say Frank James rented that van in Philadelphia. So at this point, this is where the trail leads to him. Wayne? And, Sean, what is known about Frank James and about his background at this point? Well, James was last known to live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, Police do have a bit of a window into his mind. He has posted several videos on YouTube, lengthy tirades about many issues of the day. Race, white people, the war in Ukraine, homeless people on the subways in New York City, and Mayor Adams. In one video from uh, March 20th posted social media, uh, James says he's driving from Wisconsin to Philadelphia, and he said he would never be back. Sean, investigators would like to talk with the dozens of riders who saw the man. Of course, they're already talking with a lot of the people who were there. And that includes the roughly two dozen who got hurt either by getting shot or breathing in smoke. Reporters caught up with this survivor, Harari Bendaka. He actually sat right next to the shooter. I did a, got a glimpse of his face, and all you see is like a smoke, black smoke bomb going off, and then, and then people bum rushing to the back. This pregnant woman was in front of me. I was trying to help her. I didn't know there were shots at first. I just thought it was a black smoke bomb. She said, I'm pregnant with a baby. I hugged her. And then the bum rush continued. I got pushed, and that's when I got shot. He, too, got shot in the back of the knee. 
And the youngest victim is 12, but was not badly hurt, was able to go home. A 13-year-old and a 15-year-old suffered from smoke inhalation. A 16-year-old underwent surgery for a hand injury, and an 18-year-old was shot in the leg. As for the man whose audio we just played there, uh, Mr. Bendaka, he says, I don't know if I can ever ride a train. Yeah, daily commuter from Brooklyn on the subway, Brooklyn to Manhattan, says she is freaked out and for the first time is looking for another way in this morning. But the trains are all running now. The 36th Street station's been scrubbed clean of the blood. Marla Diamond is back there this morning. Marla, good morning. What are you seeing? Good morning, Wayne. Resilient New Yorkers getting up, getting back on the subway and getting to work this morning. The investigation has been wrapped up here at 36th Street and there is no sign of yesterday's mass shooting that left 10 people wounded and more injured, bloodied on the platform. We spoke with Frank Davila, who was headed to his construction job early this morning. I take the subway every day. You know, I was on it. I usually come on at this time. So what happened yesterday, I was already at work. But um, I feel safe. You know, there's a lot of more police presence. Um, which is a good thing, which is always a good thing. I'm not a fan of that whole defund the police movement. But, you know, I do feel I feel fine about it. Now, of course, the uh, incident uh, is foremost in his mind this morning. Yesterday, the subways were closed for most of the morning into the afternoon while police conducted their investigation. Today, the trains are back to normal. The DN and R lines running as usual. Many of the riders we spoke to this morning say they are used to crime on the subway, but nothing like this, and they do hope that suspect is caught soon. Wayne and Mack? Marla, you reported yesterday on all the schools that had to go into lockdown. How are the kids coping? Well, it's, it's difficult. Um, those kids were uh, locked down at 8.30 in the morning as soon as they arrived. Um, they were, you know, kept in the schools all day long in this 10-block uh, security perimeter uh, here in Sunset Park, and their parents had to come pick them up. So, of course, a lot of trepidation going back to school today. We will see more students as uh, the morning progresses. Of course, we will be talking to some of them as well. Marla, thank you. We're going to check on the situation with those cameras that didn't seem to work in just a moment. Over to the Weather Center with Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Kind of a mix of sun and clouds today. For today, there's really not much going on, and temperatures will be uh, fairly close to where they were yesterday. It was delightful, 72. Right now, it's 56, expected to go up to about 65 to 70 this afternoon, although today, the wind will start coming in off the water during the afternoon, so the coastal sections will cool down in the afternoon. Partly cloudy tonight, chance of a shower here and there, 55 to 60, and then warmer on Thursday. It looks like a 75 to 80 degree day coming up for tomorrow. 60s along the shore, but watch out for a shower or thunderstorm, especially late afternoon or evening. And then Friday, some sunshine, not quite as warm, but again, it's just a little bit above average, so it's not bad at all. Friday's high will be in the middle 60s. Right now, 56 in the city and the humidity 69% with a light northerly breeze. So many cameras in the subways, but the most important ones, the ones that would have captured the shooter, did not work. NYPD Chief of Detectives James Essig. We know that there were three stations that the video wasn't working. We're still investigating that to see why or how those, uh, whether it was a mechanical problem, electrical issue, why those videos weren't up. Yeah, it may seem suspicious, but it was a coincidence. The source tells CBS2 there's no evidence of sabotage and that the cameras themselves worked, but the connection to the MTA and NYPD was bad. 
Uber and Lyft both used surge pricing after the city subway shooting. Both say they're working to now refund customers, including some who say they were quoted $70 or more to leave the neighborhood. Both Uber and Lyft have since disabled surge pricing, which kicks in automatically when there's high demand. It's unclear when they'll turn it back on. Almost eclipsed by news of the subway shooting was the resignation of the number two in command in the state executive office, Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin, who earlier in the day was arrested for alleged campaign finance fraud. Benjamin supported a $50,000 grant to Friends of Public School Harlem, allegedly in exchange for a campaign donation. Another area zoo is closing, this one in Piscataway at Johnson Park. It'll be closing after 73 years in a flood zone. Activists said animals were poorly cared for as floodwaters rose last summer during Hurricane Ida. They posted photos of a mini horse chest deep in brown water. Some animals are being taken to sanctuaries. Others will be relocated inside the park's borders. Halfway through the week. It's a long week, though. It's Wednesday. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. I'm Mac Rosenberg with three things to know this morning. First, social media videos posted by the person of interest in the subway shooting decry the United States as a racist place awash in violence, and they rail against the mayor, Eric Adams. Dozens of videos blame black women for violence among black people and point to Russia's invasion of Ukraine as evidence that whites are genocidal. Number two, the 10 gunshot victims made the shooting the worst in the history of the New York City subway. Five remain in critical condition this morning. And a third thing about Ukraine, more U.S. help is on the way. A senior U.S. defense official says the Biden administration is preparing another, more diverse package of military support. Well, with Tiger Woods in the Masters, Nielsen says that CBS's coverage had the most viewers for any golf telecast since the last time Tiger won the green jacket in 2019. And we uh, remember that first time, and we'll get to our 88 seconds in sound for April 13th coming up. There it is, a win for the ages. Jim Nance got that right on this date in 1997, watching Eldrick Tiger Woods stun the world, winning the Masters by a record 12 strokes. The greatest performance by a professional golfer in more than a century. The first person of Asian or African descent to win a major, and the youngest by two years at just 21. Played here for the first time as an amateur two years ago. When he departed, he left a letter behind to the club. He wrote to the membership at Augusta National, please accept my sincere thanks. It is here that I left my youth behind became a man. For that, I will be eternally in your debt. Sincerely, Tiger Woods. Well done. Well done. So right now, I'd like to meet Tiger Woods and his father, Earl Woods. It was on the Mike Douglas Show with Bob Hope when we first saw this precocious prodigy at age two. (laughs) How old are you, Tiger? Two. Two? And he was just barely legal drinking age when he won his first Masters, employing a devastating swing, tapping into a mental toughness still on display at this year's Masters. 1998, a 500-pound steel joint falls from the upper level of Yankee Stadium and smashes the seats below, forcing the team to play across town. While they fix the house that Ruth built, the Yankees become the flushing bombers, moving to Shea Stadium. How long a road trip this will be is anybody's guess. This is April 13th. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.